mercy Lord in the name of Jesus Amen. we give you the glory all the honor all the praise and all the adoration Amen. in Jesus Christ mighty name Lord we pray hallelujah Amen. we'll be going straight to the word of God tonight Amen. Amen we will get the word of God from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 NIV. 1 Corinthians chapter 16 from verse 1 it says, Now about the collection for the Lord's people. Do what I told the Galatian churches to do. On the first day of every week, each one of you shall set aside a sum of money in keeping with your income. Saving it up so that when I come, no collections will have to be made. 
because a great door for effective work has opened to me and there are many who oppose me. Be on your guard and stand firm in the faith. Be courageous, be strong. Do everything in love. To submit to such people and to everyone who joins in the work and labors at it. I was glad when Stephanus, Fortunatus, and Archaicus arrived because they have supplied what was lacking from you. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Um, there are just few things to highlight tonight on this chapter that we are reading from the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 16. The, uh, I want to ask to understand that uh, this is the last portion of First Corinthians. This is the last chapter, which is chapter sixteen. Then also today we are. This is we are wrapping up the book of First Corinthians. Tomorrow we're gonna be in the book of Second Corinthians. There is no any other way about it. Tomorrow we are in the book of Second Corinthians. Will be done with First Corinthians today. Tonight we are. Amen. This is the last portion of it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Can we go on now to what Apostle Paul was saying on this final remark in this letter? This is the letter that he wrote to the church of in Corinth, because I want us to understand what was happening in this time. Apostle Paul, you know, he went out, you know, first of all, when he was called, he tried to preach to the, to the Jews, but the Jews, because he was not called to preach to the Jews. When he tried to preach to them, he realized that they were not taking the gospel. And the reason why they were not taking the gospel, he was not called for the, for the Jews. He was called for the Gentiles. God make it to be specific that Apostle Paul, when God called Apostle Paul, that he's calling him for the Gentiles, not for the, for the Jews. Then, then only when he went to the Gentile church, before there was not even a Gentile church, when he went to the Gentiles to preach the Gentiles, they begin to, to receive his word. And uh, they were born again. And uh, they were saved as they listened to the gospel of Apostle Paul. That's when they call, the church in Rome came about. The, ch the church in Corinth came about. The church in Galatia came about. The church in Ephesus came about. These churches with the results of Apostle Paul going to where he was sent. Going to where he's supposed to be and he preached the gospel and they were born again and they were saved. Now, when he could not be in many places at the same time, due to even lack of technology of the time, then he was supposed to write letters. Then... That's why we have got the book of 1 Corinth, because he was writing the, the letter to the people that he preached to in Corinth. Then, let us hear when he was writing this letter 
to them what did he say. Even though we've been going through it from all along, but let us go to verse number one. The Bible says that, Now about the collection for the Lord's people, do what I told the Galatian churches to do. Then now he's writing the letter, remember, and these are the final remarks. Then he's talking about the collection of the Lord's people. This is the, it's like an offering. The offering that used to be, um, that he used to collect, used to collect for the Lord's people. Then he said that, hey, for the collection of the Lord's people, for the offering. Say that, okay. He said that, do what I told to Galatian churches. Okay, what did he tell them? Let us read verse number two. On the first day of every, every week, each of you should set aside the sum of money in keeping with your income, saving it up so that when I come, no collection will have to be made. He's saying that, okay, this is like he's, he's, he's telling them about the offering that about, this was like an, a weekly offering that they have to make in order to to give, uh, in order to go and help those who are in need among them. To go and giving, hallelujah. Amen. You know, let me tell you this. There are, there are some Christians who are born again full of the Holy Spirit, full of the Holy Spirit, that they will say that, say that we don't believe in the Old Testament, we believe in the New Testament. And they even talk as if like, okay, in the New Testament, there is nothing that talks about tithe and everything like that. But here you are hearing, okay, there is no tithe that you give monthly if, if, they, if we can agree with what they are saying. But there's a weekly offering. In which Apostle Paul does this talk about what is it, how much it is. But they will not talk about this. Because the reason why they say that there is no tithe is because they are stingy. <laughs> it's not because there's no tithe. They are stingy. They don't want to give to the work of God. And that's why they come up to say that they are, there's no what? There is no tithe. Not that there's no tithe and stuff like that. They are trying to run away from offering. They say that we are under the grace, we are, are not under the law. And after that, they go like the Lord, they still call the Lord is my shepherd and everything. Anyway, yeah, but what we are talking about is that um, even here we are talking about, we are hearing Apostle Paul talking about offering. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Okay, let us go on to verse number nine. Um, we, we, we talk uh, extent, uh, extensively in other teaching about offering and the rest. Like tomorrow we're going to be talking about giving to the needy, setting aside, going to go and give to the needy. Today, some of us were doing what we're supposed to do tomorrow. Because tomorrow I might be traveling. I might not be able to give as I should. But from what Apostle Paul is talking about, it's about we, we learn that giving also, it must be 
something that we do now and often like here it was being done in a weekly basis offering it was being done what in a weekly basis Amen. then from that we learn that offering you know let me tell you this a life of a christian must be balanced why do we say that it must be balanced you may find that there is a christian there's somebody who's born again who's a child of god who prays a lot but Amen. does not give this person is praying the lord that means this person will get the results of prayer but will not get the results of what of an offering Amen. but if i pray a lot i must also give a lot everything work together all of them they complete each other there is nothing that i must say i must do this more and i must not do this all of them they work together they complement each other Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Even if I'm praying a lot, I must also give a lot because there are some blessing that I can only receive through prayer. There is also some blessing that I can also some result that I can also get by what? By an offering. Offering. By an offering. Then that means I must do my best that I do everything that also my life in every way must be what must be balanced. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm not talking about the physical life. Yes, things everything starts spiritually and everything after when they start spiritually they manifest physically. Then that means we are talking about spiritual principles here that every in even in the spiritual realm in the things of the spirit the thing that the word of god talks about i must i must make sure that i try to equalize them i must not be a christian who only prays a lot who does not only also do what who does not give a lot I must be a Christian who prays a lot and who also do what who gives a lot. Amen. In every way we must excel, we must do it like that. We must do it a lot. And as we do it a lot like that, we will also get the results a lot. Amen. I want to I want to just pass here before we go on. Can we go to the book of Luke? Luke chapter 6 Luke chapter 6 verse number 38 the bible says that give and shall be given to you a good measure pressed down shaken together running over with the measure with the measure you use it will be measured unto you with the measure you use it will be what it will be measured unto you then that means if i'm giving a little i will it's the same thing you know like this giving is like farming okay if you now choose that okay i'm going to be plowing let's say um what you're going to be plowing is only the portion of the place which is called, which is 
uh, as big as one meter. You're going to reap one meter harvest. If you, you begin to, to plow and to sow 500 meters, you're going to get the results of what? Of 500 meters. With the measure you use, it will be what? It will be measured unto you. Amen. I want you to get this. The harvest of a farmer is determined by the effort that the farmer put. I want you to get that one. The harvest of a farmer is determined by what? By the by the effort that the farmer put. If, he, if this season he sow one hectare, he will get one hectare harvest. Amen. If this next season he sow five hectares, he will get five, have five what? Hectares what? Harvest. Then with the measure that the farmer used, it is measured unto him. Amen. Also to a Christian is like that. Because Amen. when we give, when we are giving, it's like we are planting. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Amen. When we are giving, well, it's like we are doing what? It's like we are planting. Okay, can we go to the book of Psalms? Psalms chapter 128. 126. Psalms chapter 126 from verse, let us read from verse number 5. The Bible said that those who sow in tears will reap with the songs of joy. Those who go up weeping will carry, weeping carrying the seed to sow will return with songs of joy, carrying the, so, the, the sheaves with them. Somebody's going out to sow. We're talking about also uh, when we're saying that you are giving, it's like you are planting a seed. You are sowing a seed. What? Let me tell you this. If we are, we are comparing giving with a sowing a seed, what you sow, it also come back to you. Amen. Because what you sow, you throw it into the ground, it goes to the ground and it dies. When it has died, it comes back to life and it produces much more than what has been what has been planted. Then sometimes when you are going to give, it's not easy because you are plowing. You know, when you go, to plow, when you go to sow, it's painful. It is an effort to plant and that seed, whatever you're plowing. You are, when, whenever you are plowing, plowing, whatever you're plowing, it's like you are letting go of something. Let's say before you had a seed which was there, which you were keeping before. You were having a seed and this seed you were keeping before. It was yours. Amen. But Amen. when, you know, sometimes when you go to plow, you are not only losing a seed, there is a manure, there is an effort to prepare the ground, to make the ground in which you are going to sow to be fertile. 
then you lose money to prepare the ground, to put the manure, the time and effort. You lose money. You are sowing in that seed. You, it's like you are letting something go. But that effort that you put in the ground, it, it is not leaving you forever. It's like an investment. So now later, a few weeks comes, maybe after two to three weeks, you find something beginning to grow there. Amen. Where you have sown, something is beginning to grow. So now later, it has been fruitful Amen. now. You are going there Amen. to get a harvest. Then it's like when you are giving, the process of giving is a, profit, is a process of investment. It's a process of what? Of sowing. And what you are sowing, you are not letting it go for good. It's going to come back to you. A good measure. Press down, shaken together into your bosom. And with the measure you use, it shall be measured unto you. Amen. Amen. Then if you want to be somebody who is a good, who's a good sower, a good farmer, you must not, you must not only focus on the on the process of sowing, because the process of sowing is painful, but you must be somebody who is harvest focused. Be harvest what? Focus that. Okay, I'm plowing, I'm sowing a seed one hectare. I'm going to get a harvest of what? Of one hectare. Amen. Do I want the harvest of one hectare or I want the harvest of ten hectares? If I want the harvest of ten hectares, I put in the seed which is proportional and which is going to give me the harvest of what? Of ten hectares. Because with the measure you use, it will be what? It will be measured unto you. Amen. Amen. Then if you are a person like that, who is a harvest oriented, you will end up being a, a cheerful giver. Amen. And somebody who enjoys giving. Because you know that you are investing into the fatal soul. And whatever you are sowing, it will do what? It will come back to you. Amen. Then some people, it is a problem for them to give because they think it's all about losing what they have. They think it's all about losing what they have. Not knowing, no. After giving, there is a harvest. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Say fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fire. Fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. I love the word of God. I'm enjoying the word of God. Can we go to the book of Second Corinthians chapter 9? Even, I'm sure next week, after many, many weeks, we're going to be in this verse. But it is related to what we're talking about tonight. Second Corinthians chapter 9. Let us read from verse number 6. The Bible says that, remember this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows generously will also reap what? Generously. 
This is this is Apostle Paul. He's talking about you know what he's talking about. He's also talking about giving. He's talking about giving, and he compared giving with sowing. That whoever sows sparingly will also reap what sparingly. Whoever reap generously will ever will reap what generously. He's trying to say that. The results of your seed, it is determined by how much, how much seed that you, you take out. Amen. You reap what you sow. Can we go also to the book of Galatians? La Kratuska Pahaya. Marikatuska Pahaya Ketebaha. Hallelujah. Amen. Can we read Galatians chapter 6, verse number 7? Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. A man reaps what he do what? What he sows. Then if you are somebody who knows that we reap what we sow, you will end up, you will sow what you want to reap. Proportional to what you want to reap. Then somebody you know, it is time of an offering. It's time to give. But they know that they are looking for a hundred thousand harvest. Amen. They are looking for a lot of amount of money of harvest. That person you find, that person giving a ten cent. How can you give a ten cent when you're going to get the harvest is going to come? Because whatever is sown, it comes back. But that person must not get surprised when they're getting a, a, a harvest of a 10 cent. I don't know whether I'm talking to somebody. Amen. Then if I want the harvest of a, of a hundred thousand, I give to, to trigger that harvest by, by what? By my what I'm sowing. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. Because the harvest is proportional to what? To what I'm giving. You can't outgive God. You can't outgive God. Hallelujah. That's one thing as a child of God you must know. You must believe. You must know it. You can't outgive God. I've realized that. That's what the Bible says that in the book, our favorite verse, Malachi chapter 3. Can we go to the book of Malachi chapter 3? Verse number 10. Bring the whole tithe into the storehouse that there may be food in my house. Test me in this, says the Lord Almighty, and see if I will not throw open floodgates of heaven and pour out so much blessing that there won't be room enough to store it. Amen. God said that there won't be what? A room enough to store when it is his time to do what? To open the floodgates of heaven. Amen. Which is triggered by what? By what you sow. What you sow unto God. What you sow unto the kingdom of God. What you sow. It can trigger the floodgates of heaven. I can see we are about to be a good giver, a good sower. I see the harvest that is going to shock us in Jesus' name. Amen. A harvest that you have never thought of. 
the harvest that it will it when you have seen it you won't believe is that you, it is that amount of money that you are the one who's having it Amen. I speak to your life I prophesy to your pocket to your bank account to your income and I said that a huge harvest that when you see, you won't believe you are the one who's earning it. It's coming to us in Jesus' name. Amen. A wonderful harvest, a great harvest. Hallelujah. Amen. Then, first part of it is that you must know that we reap what we do at what we sow. Then if you know that we reap what we sow, you must give generously. Amen. You must give willingly. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. You must give. When, when Apostle Paul was talking about that, I'm about to come and I'm ready to take those gifts. Then if they knew that they, they get a harvest out of what they give, that person will be excited. Amen. That person it will be excited. It is my time to sow into the anointing. Amen. It is my time to sow into the presence of God. It is my time to give unto God. Amen. Oh, I know after this the harvest is coming. I know after this the harvest is coming. That is what? He's excited. Amen. Because many, because they, when they are not, people are not harvest oriented. When it is time to give unto God, they are not happy. Amen. They're not Amen. happy. Yes, Amen. that's why, that's why Apostle Paul said that in verse number 7 of uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 9. Each of you should give what you have decided in your heart to give. Not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. God loves a cheerful giver. God wants us to be cheerful as we give. Amen. He wants you to be cheerful. Then when you understand why, why we give and how to give, and why you are doing, you will be giving cheerfully. Because this time, you are not only focusing on the effort that you are putting. You are focusing in the harvest. You know what I'm putting to the ground. It will come back to me. Amen. And you must expect it. I don't know whether you're here and saying. Amen. When you are giving, expect the harvest. Amen. Sometimes... On that seed, when you are giving it, you must name it and say, God, with this, do this. Put a demand. Amen. Put a demand. Amen. Name your seed. Name it. Say, this one is for this. Amen. Oh, God, I'm giving, but this one is for this. Amen. Oh, so now later you shall see it. A seed. Let me tell you this. A seed, a seed does not die. The death of a seed is a fake death because it comes back to life. Amen. What it does, it multiplies. Amen. Yes, I'm saying to you, that money that when you're about to sow it, you know, this one I'm about to give to God, it's a seed. 
Hey, it's not leaving you for good. You are sending it to God to tap into the anointing. That it must connect to the anointing. And it anointing break the curse in your finances. Anointing multiply your finances. Anointing brings the harvest. Amen. You are just sending it. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. That's why he was telling them to do it weekly. That there must be some of the money to break the curses. There must be some of the money that you, you send out to go and collect the harvest. There must be. I don't know whether you are hearing what I'm saying. I've heard some people when they are trying to play lotto and I tell them that no. If you want to play lotto a good one. Do, God is a faithful God. That one it might, they may be robbing you. That one they may be robbing you. They, they want to make money out of that money. But God is a faithful God. Send it like a seed. Name it. God said, test me in this. It's the only place where God in the Bible, he allowed people to test him. In other ways, the Bible said that do not test God, but in offering you can test him. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And the Bible said that those who trust upon God, they will never be what? They will never be put to shame. It is impossible for God to to lie, the Bible says. Hallelujah. Wherever you are, because of time, begin to pray. In my body, in my 
in my body, in my career, in my career, in our country, in our country, in our finances, in our finances. Catch fire now! Catch fire now! I command them. Come on! So let there be progress. 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 So let there be peace. 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 So let there be joy. be somebody tonight who have not received Jesus Christ as their Lord and their Savior. Wherever you are, you want to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and your Savior. Let us say this prayer together. Let us say this words together. Say, Lord Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ. You are my Lord. You are my Lord. You are my Savior. Wash me with your blood. Wash me with your blood. Forgive me my sin. Forgive me my sin. Bless me today. Bless me today. Protect me from today. Protect me from today. From today. I am born again. I am born again. I am saved. I am saved. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. If there was somebody praying that prayer for the first time, know that yes, you are born again. Yes, you are saved. Yes, you are a child of the living God. And what you can help yourself with is this one. Follow this account that is broadcasting to you whenever we go live. And so that we can be palm prayer partner, the word of God partner. And we'll be growing in Christ and your life will never be the same. And I can, see, I can see on this other platform there is 64 people, 100 people, 70 people, 88 people. And God is blessing them in their houses. God is blessing them in their countries. 
I said that problem which your nation was going through is solved in Jesus' name. I said that problem your family was going through is solved in Jesus' name. I speak breakthrough to our nations and our families and our careers in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Wow, congratulations. Then tomorrow, we're going to have a holy communion in the night service. Let us get ready in the evening service. We're going to have a holy communion. Um, There is a, a new chapter that we are starting. A new chapter. Then tomorrow, we're gonna be, it's going to be wonderful having a holy communion. In the evening service. Amen. Let us share the grace tonight. Say may the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us all. Be with us all. Surely goodness and love. Surely goodness and love. Shall follow me. Shall follow me. All the days of my life. All the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. In the name of Jesus. And we want to say to you tonight, have a blessed night in Jesus' name. Bye-bye, everybody. Have a blessed morning, day and afternoon and night. Amen. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.